uh, the weather's hot and the girls are dressing less and they're checking out the fellas to tell them whose is best. Riding around in your Jeep and your Benzo or in your Nissan. Sitting on Lorenzo's. Gabby, it is hot outside. It is over 90 degrees in D.C. Uh, and this is the time I felt that, hey, I'm going to start jogging again. <laughs> yeah. This is the best time of the year. To, I know you love running out of the heat and just standing there until you melt. That's correct. But when you're a bigger milkshake like I am, uh, you don't want to melt as quickly. You kind of like the cool. <laughs> I know at night you're like, why is the AC and the fan on? I'm freezing. <laughs> and I'm like, it's comfortable. Uh, but I'm not going to just do any normal jogging. I'm going to work myself up to jogging a little bit. But what I felt I was going to do, I was going to do some walking. Like I used to do some walking when I hurt my leg. And that's kind of the last time. I can't think the last time I really did. No, I ran a little bit. I don't. Did I hurt my leg last time? Or? It was about three years ago when you hurt your leg. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to, uh, to mend my leg by not going hard <laughs> at Colin all. McGregor might be doing the same thing. <laughs> Correct. Uh, just uh, limping along and not going to the doctor or seeing anything. So this time I'm going to uh, I'm gonna start walking all distances, right. right? And uh, we'll we'll then add some jogging days in between those walking distances day. Mm-hmm. But I figured. I, I saw an article and I said, hey, uh, this person says this is the best thing they've done for their workout session. And it's been a changer. They're stronger, faster, million dollar man. And all they did was add a weighted vest, Gabby. <laughs> Just put it on a weighted vest and then now they're faster. And I said, hey, that's something I can do. I don't like doing squats, touching the floor. I don't like anything where I have to get up or get down. Get oh. up, get up, and get get That's down. Limiting. It is. I'm a uh, when again when you're when you're my size when you're bulk when you're all bulk. It's it's hard to just okay, get up so and down. Everyone out there, you talk about yourself because they don't know you. Like who uh, knows what they're imagining? Gabby, I think after a hundred episodes, people know me. You have body dysmorphia, my dear. Like I don't know, know what that means. I just don't like getting onto the floor and then getting back up. If if mm-hmm. you said let's do burpees, I'd be like, nah. You know what? I'll sit this one out. <laughs> I want you to know you're not that big though. Like you're a tall guy. You're not you're not like fat. I didn't I, say I was fat. I yeah. just said I was big. I'm a big okay. glass of water. <laughs> yeah. Very tall. <laughs> so we're gonna add weighted vest and see what happens with that because I don't know what's gonna happen. I do need I, I I'm still I'm of an age where I'm much older, but I'm still working off my baby fat. <laughs> <laughs> You do look like some sort of vampire. I mean, you're what? very, <laughs> you look incredibly young. Every time I stand in the room, there's always one strip of sunlight going across my eyes. That's correct. <laughs> That's how Ooh, I like it. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I had like a, okay. So, so, so go I'm on. going, so I'm <laughs> going to torture myself pretty in here. It's going to start tomorrow. Tomorrow Great. is day one of walking in the heat. Weighing more than I usually do. I'm going to go with you. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to walk with you then, but I'm going to go out at the same time. We Great. can walk separate ways. If there's <laughs> if there's one thing I need, it's someone to watch me fail also. Well, here's <laughs> what I want to say about that. You just, I think you've been putting it off for so long because you're dreading that potential of failing. I mean... You'll be fine once you get into your routine again. It's body preservation. Mm-hmm. All my limbs work right now. Let's not try to push them to the limits anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Them, them days is done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be running 440s. Uh, Tom Brady's not going to be like, hey, Grunk couldn't make it this year. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'd be like, nothing. And he'd be like, do you want to play football? And I said, I'm very slow. And he's like, that's cool. So I'm high. And I said, all right. But I don't think he's going to make the phone call. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Now, my dad, he um, ended up taking a walk with me when we were up in Syracuse for that very short time. I took a jog while he was out with the kids walking and we sort of, our paths crossed a couple of times. And then I was walking back with them right after my jog. My cool down was happening. 
And he saw just how red I was in the face. You know, I had my hoodie up and everything at that point. I was shielding myself from the sun because in their neighborhood, there's absolutely no tree-lined street. And I kind of forgot about that. So I was just baking for 30 minutes under the heat. And he was like, hey, you know, you might want to take it easy because I've heard of guys like when they overexert themselves, their their lungs could collapse. I said, well, dad, <laughs> I appreciate the concern. However, I, I'm not going to push it that far. Not training for the Olympics, are you? No, I'm not. However, you ended up showing me a video of this contraption. It's called the O2. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oof. And... I guess CrossFit people, people okay. who are training. First off, it's not called the O2 Oof. <laughs> Don't Google that. No. Uh, it's a it's an O2 trainer for your lungs, and it, uh, it it's like a little snorkel thing that you put in your mouth, mm-hmm. and you can breathe in and out of it. And when you exhale, it lets you breathe 100% all your exhale out, but it has a little hole in the side of it, so you can only breathe through this that hole. And as you do your workout, it, it restricts your airflow a little bit. And when your workouts become normal again, that you're not really sucking wind anymore, mm-hmm. you take off the little hole and you put a little smaller hole in. You go a millimeter each time. Yes. And it uh, shrinks the hole to the point. Uh, so it's training your lungs to take in as much ox- oxygen possible and use it more efficiently. And I get it. I'm sure it is perfectly safe to use of course you know i'm not but the whole time we were watching this little animation you can always spit it out (laughs) that's right it's not glued to your face (laughs) i just had my dad's voice in the back Uh of my head saying you know i've heard of guys who have like had their lungs collapse Mm -hmm. oh my gosh because they don't train their bodies when they they don't train their lungs when they train their bodies Mm -hmm. so you're getting the one weight vest for now and i might end up getting one possibly we're, tr- we're trying like it, it out, and then we'll Let get a second one. But the one that was your size was out of stock. So what did you want me to do? Oh, no. I'm not expecting uh, you hi. to get it for me. Uh, this is Boofer from uh, Can't Wait for Losing. Yes, 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 yes. I know, I know. I'm a big fan. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, uh, Gabby well. needs a weighted vest. Uh, you don't have any. Uh, can you make one now? Uh, yeah, I'll wait. Just I'll, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just turn on the machine now. Yeah, yeah, and just crank one out. Uh-huh. Thanks. I'm fine with getting one myself. I just want to know what your review is. When I guess next week we'll get your review. So, uh, yeah, I guess so. Now I'll actually have to use it now that I'm <laughs> going to have to uh, review it. But, I mean, other than just being a vest that's very heavy. Yeah. If it's anything like I think it's going to be, it's going to be like a weighted blanket. It's going to be comfortable and cozy. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make me feel warm and fuzzy and act if, if someone's hugging me the whole time. And it's going to make me sleep better. In the 90 degree heat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe I could wear it at night then <laughs> when the fan is on me and the AC. I'll put that on. You won't be able to roll over. <laughs> You'll just be <laughs> weighted just be to the weighted bed. in place. <laughs> just oh. be. Ah, uh, you know how I usually call you just an anchor? Mm-hmm. It'll be true now. <laughs> You're too kind. So sometimes I'm really bad at understanding you. Oh. <laughs> and today. What? Yeah. Never I, such. Ended up showing you a new musical phrase on one of my songs. A new musical. Uh, see, mm-hmm. here's where I get lost all the time. <laughs> I get lost in your eyes, in your words. Musical phrase? I don't want to sound like a goofball. What, like, um, what, is, what is a musical phrase? A guitar lick. When you say musical phrase, I think you oh, mean lyrics. I want to wash my mouth out now. Um, no. A little bit of lo- notes strung together like a little bit of a the intro? melody. <laughs> the like intro so you, I, the intro that you wrote to a song you wrote that's correct yeah did you not yeah. want to say any of that stuff i was trying to use a more official term well i don't so want you to use official terms just say out there understand <laughs> what i'm talking about look i'll speak for me and only me and not the people that are listening who are smarter than me i don't know what the f you're talking about the but intro now, to the song? Yes, now you do. And okay. you know it's also called a musical phrase. We're trying to elevate each other here. So I'm really bad at getting you at times. <laughs> so you were trying to learn my musical phrase. I woke up this morning and I said, hey, Gabby just put that new intro, mu- musical <laughs> intro phrase into her song. And I said, I could be better than that. And then I was like, maybe I should learn that real quick. So I came out and I grabbed the guitar. Continue Mm -hmm. with the story. That's right. So there are three strings that you have to worry about when you're 
prepping this, right? And there's a certain syncopation to it. You know, there's... (laughs) Patient. A bit of there was, moving around on the strings you have to do. I came home today and I wanted to throw that word back in your face, but I couldn't remember it. <laughs> Syncopation. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I thought what you were doing and you vi- you ended up confirming it. I thought you were just going across the three steps the three strings and you were just kind of playing them i was trying to get the cadence down the rhythm what i was referring to as the rhythm but apparently it's not the rhythm it's the melody but there's not the melody because i didn't want to do the melody you're gonna make me start getting pissed off and i'm gonna okay so it turned into a thing where you ended up i put my guitar away because (laughs) i also was kind of doing my own little thing on the guitar and that was distracting you that was horrible of me like i felt like so let's rewind again i asked you hey teach me the little thing and then you rip through it like eight times, uh, like Steve Ray Vaughn, and I'm trying to watch your fingers and listen all at the same time. And you're like, eh, it's easy. And then I tried it, and you're like, no, nah, that's wrong. And then you started playing something else while I tried to play your song. And then you were just tinkering around. And I got kind of pissed off because this is how I explained it to you. It's hard for you to. So, what I'm trying to do is learn a new song. And it's hard for me to learn a new song when I hear you playing a different song. It's like when you hear a song and it's at the end of the song and you're like, oh, what's that song? And you're trying to think what the lyrics are. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the song ends and the next song comes on and you can't think what the other song was because now you're only seeing the lyrics to the new song. And that's what was going on in my head. And I was getting very upset. Right. And I apologize. Well, not very upset, but... No, you were just like, come on, Gabby. So I apologize. I said, you're right. I'm being very selfish right now. I put my guitar away so that way I wouldn't be tempted to continue goofing off with it. I I only, I simply asked you to stop playing Mm -hmm. so I could learn this. Yeah. Whether or not you put the guitar away was your own doings. Yeah. So I put it down and I think I walked into the other room. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you asked me from across the room, hey, did I do that correctly? I said, is this it? And I played something and I don't think you listened. I did. You were doing the same thing you had been doing. And I thought you were just practicing to get your fingers on the correct strings. Well, I got no feedback to begin with because uh, you were just playing whatever you wanted to play. (laughs) So I ended up saying, yes, those are the three strings. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I know that... the guitar is not very complicated. There's only five or six strings on a guitar, and mm-hmm. I had to play three of them. I didn't need to be told that they were the top three. I already co- Look, the first time you played it, two weeks ago, I was like, those are the top three strings. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. I know those are the three strings. Uh-huh. It'd be different if it was chords. But it's just notes. I got that. I, I know what notes they are. I know what strings they are. Mm-hmm. Melody is that the melody the the combination of a string and a note or or a uh, fret? Yeah. So yeah, I got the so melody. I just didn't know the rhythm of it, and I don't know what, if that's the right term because you say <laughs> we have to elevate each other and tell me that's not the goddamn word. <laughs> the point is, we kind of had to hash it out a little bit, and I, I look, now I, you're the worst guitar teacher in the world. <laughs> That's correct. And it was only took me 30 seconds to realize she doesn't want to teach me. I'm not a very patient person. I I guess I've, I have to I've apologize. mentioned before that when we watch tutorials on how to do something, if there is a five minute video on how to learn a song, mm-hmm. the guy will be like, OK, so first thing we're going to do is we're going to play the and he'll the first note. And you'll be like, all right, got it. Nailed it. And then you'll like. I'll, I'll try to listen to the video, but you're over there picking out notes, trying to figure out the end. And I'm like, could you just stop? Because the guy's going to tell us what the notes are. So the it's- curse is that I have a really good ear. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It can't be a good ear because you're not listening to me asking for help. <laughs> There's zero ear going on. What ear do you think you that's, got? That's fair. And I've not seen you. your ears in weeks. <laughs> uh, that was also another conversation we had. <laughs> so I have very thick hair, everyone. Um, it's yeah. How do you yeah. explain it? I it's don't know. Just... I I made a I made a flippant joke saying uh, you said it's things that I do turn you off, and I said, well, it's a good thing I can't see your ears because your ears would probably turn mm-hmm. me off too. But the joke was <laughs> I never see your ears because you let your 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 hair's thick and you have your hair down all the time. Uh, 
point was is that I was just trying to learn and you didn't want to learn. I, I wanted to go through, like I said, uh, when you when everybody tells you when you want to build something, an IKEA furniture of some sort or any other thing, read through the directions thoroughly the first time mm-hmm. and then go back and do it. And you don't like doing that. You look at the page one and go, bah! no, I've seen the, what is on the front. I know what it's going to be. <laughs> I'll just start fitting these pieces together till it kind of maybe looks like a shelf. That's how you usually do it. And I'm kind of methodical. I like to do it one piece at a time and then nail it. Mm-hmm. But again, I want to ask you to play it. You rip through it like it's it's four bar or eight bars and you rip through them. And I'm like, all right, I got to learn the first two bars. And then I could. <laughs> that's the point. That's the whole thing. There is that there's a piece of you that doesn't care to help me. That's what I think it comes down to. <laughs> hey, but I want to thank you. You created the cutest little thumbnail for me. Uh, yes, now. I did. Uh, your little channel mm-hmm. that the I think you've already mentioned it before. The Gabriella Kicks Me. A YouTube channel. Yep. Uh, that you're going to post your little musical covers on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did your ch- thumbnails for the other channel. That was more of a weekly thing. This one would be less than a weekly thing. So I don't mind doing the thumbnails for it every time. Right. Plus, uh, you have songs that you're practicing, and I could just kind of just do the thumbnails mm-hmm. uh, in advance, except for the parts where I need the photos of the uh, <laughs> whatever you're doing, just to put it in the thumbnail. But yeah, I don't know why you're bringing that up either. I just want uh, to I can thank Photoshop. You for that. No, it's just I appreciate your artistry. There's certain hey, things ladies, that... I don't know how to play the guitar, but I know how to Photoshop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't I, I wish you would uh, throw that to me a little bit sooner as opposed to because I got nothing else for you. Gabby, I'm going to be absolutely useless to, to you today. I pre- pretty much prepared for nothing. You said, do you want to do a podcast? And I said, sure, I oh, can do it. So I've been doing a lot of reading recently. Um and also listening to a pretty cool audiobook called Remain in Love. And all it right. is all about Chris and Tina. Who? From the Talking Heads. Well, Talking Heads, I should say. Um, this is when the show de-evolved. Go ahead. But that's not necessarily why I want to talk about. Uh, although it is. <laughs> well, then why bring it up? It's fascinating. I highly recommend it. It's not it. fascinating. I've now, already told you. You started talking about the talking heads two days ago to me. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I, uh, I also just read an article about people who are turning 40. I am what? not that. Okay. I don't but, understand what's going on yet. Well, you said that you don't have anything. So I have backup material. I don't. I, okay. I was just going into uh, the intro here by saying, I just don't have anything for you. And um, now you feel you need to feel the airs. You said, I read a book. Eh, but I don't want to talk about it. I also talking. No, I'm heads. just saying that I've been doing a lot more reading than usual lately, and but there was something I wanted to bring up that I thought could be interesting for us to discuss. Okay, are you ready? I will give you one last chance for this. Uh, you, I was going to start the intro, but you just kind of blindly instead of uh, letting me run into it easily and smoothly. You tried to pad even more. So let's see if this no, one no, no, last time. No. To- no, 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 no. Let's it's see if fine. this one last topic is going to hit. Mm-hmm. It's going to hit or miss. Let's go. Let's go. It's probably going to miss. Go. Let's go. So it was about millennials who are turning 40. They're the oldest millennial there is, right? And this is Can't Win for Losing. <laughs> Just your average how to bet on games and hopefully be successful at it podcast. Mainly sports, sometimes life, mostly correct, but always entertaining. You can follow us on Twitter at CWFL Podcast. Also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever popular podcasts are sold. I am your host, Boofy D. Justice, and on today's dais, we have actress, YouTuber, musician, and another talking head, apparently, Gabrielle Elizabeth Marie. Hi, loves. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I have no, I'm useless today. You said, are you going to podcast? And I said, yeah, let's do it. I did zero prep today, so I'm just winging it. So at this point, I want to ask you, Gabby, do you have any news that I may then comment on? How about an auction for a winning cause? Okay. Mm -hmm. So Dustin Poirier. Yes. From UFC's most recent fight. And as most recently used to refer to him as Poirier. Oh, that was just a mistake. I'm sorry, (laughs) Poirier. So 
his fight gear from the Conor McGregor trilogy win is now up for auction. It starts at twenty thousand dollars. So and it inclu- oh, it's just uh, some shorts and some shoes, probably some socks and some used tape and a jack strap. Like, <laughs> what do we care? What is this for? You know, I don't know if the jock straps include. We've got the fight trunks, the hand wraps, the gloves, walkout shirt, hat, fight night credential. Ugh. That's kind of cool. So it's going to be starring uh, at 20000 on July 19th. It's going towards the Good Night, the Good Fight Foundation. His foundation that he probably has that Connor said he would uh, contribute to, and mm-hmm. but didn't, and then that's why he keeps making comments that his people never got back to him. Is going, mm-hmm. and he's also teaming up with the Forgotten Charity. Um, boxing legend Manny Pacquiao, I believe, is behind that one. Mm-hmm. They're going to be raising the money for 42 acres of land for the pygmy people in Uganda. So Poirier has used his fight career to help elevate this good fight. He's done some pretty awesome causes, repaired a room water supply at an orphanage in school in Uganda, building a playground for special needs children, supplying backpacks for more than 500 school children, and he's most recently been providing transportation and tutoring for struggling youth throughout the Boys and Girls Club of Acadiana. I totally met Acadiana. Acadiana. I'm so sorry to the people of Louisiana, I believe. So I don't think you understand the news and comment. You say the news and then I make funny and stupid comments about it. I can't do that right now. That's true, but (laughs) I'm going to give you an opening. You ready? All right. So also, Jake Paul is a man of his word. Okay. So Thursday afternoon, he posted an update to his social media account saying that he was finally sending Dustin Poirier the sleepy McGregor chain as previously promised. So have you seen this chain? No. It is uh, just little Conor McGregor. I will pause for a hot second. Mm -hmm. I can tell you for a fact that I'm not up on my any of the Paul brothers uh, information. Uh, I, I... was subscribed at one point, then I unsubscribed. I was never subscribed. <laughs> I don't know anything they ever do. If it's, they're not on uh, Dizza or, or or something else in some puffy uh, boxing pants, I don't. I don't know. I don't even see them. So this jewelry was created by Benny Dejour. I've heard of this guy before. Mm-hmm. And according to Benny, the hand painted enamel charm, which is a little Conor McGregor with his hand to his forehead and mm-hmm. he looks like he's falling asleep. He's sure. kind of crouched down. Sure. Has a matching tennis chain that contains over 500 grams in white gold with multiple VVS diamonds. Do you know what that means? VVS? Not a clue. Very, very slight inclusions. Basically the best diamonds that there are. It cost Paul $100,000. He's now donating it to the Good Fight Foundation. What are they going to do with a chain? I think they could sell it, right? I mean, I, can't that Who's going to buy that? Connor? Someone's <laughs> going to buy it. Connor should buy it and trash it. Oh. <laughs> so he, re- he uh, put on the post, Dear Dustin, congrats for your much-earned victory. I love what you're doing for your Good Fight Foundation. You deserve this chain more than me. Good always beats evil. Keep winning. Love, Jake. P.S. Tell Jolie I said hi. Oh She's a badass. So when I say news, I want things I can make comments about. Stop ta- Stop bringing charities and sadness and people that do good stuff for people. Mm-hmm. That's not what the... <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's the news I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. Oh, well, that's really ripping through there. You want to talk about millennials again? Uh the the one thing I saw Benny the jeweler made one time, mm-hmm. uh, you know how baseball players have the when they hit home runs they have like grand slam on the thing and it's it's like a spinner type thing. Yes. But uh, Jake, not Jake Logan Paul, Jake Paul. Which one is it? It was Jake Paul. Okay, so I saw Logan Paul had one that was on there and it said, "What's my bankroll?" <laughs> I tried that time. Did you know I was I... going that direction? No. All right. Uh, last week I had you, this is going to be a, 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 this seems like it's going to be a very short and quick one, Gabby. Uh, last week I had, uh, zero in the account. Uh, we're at a 142 of credit. Uh, and then I've been kind of hesitant because like I said, I got, <clears throat> I think I said I was, I should convert the 142 of credit to 
actual cash. And then I started thinking about it. You got to pay the juice. And then at 50%, if winning rate, then I am hoping to actually get about like <laughs> 70 out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought 140 would be easy to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Unless the, I ma- st- the math makes a little more sense yeah. this week. So, so around 70, 80 is what I would like to convert the credit into. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not, I said I was going to start probably during the Conor McGregor fight. That was going to probably one of my first bets. And I was going to lay off a little bit until that weekend happened. And then the weekend happened and I was like, eh, I don't know yet. Uh, but I was still tracking my things in, uh, the action app just to keep track because I was on a very big slide at the point, I think. For the past 30 days, it was like 30 units, I think is what it was at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the last couple of days, I guess I should have maybe made some bets. I, it looks like I did all right for then. I can tell you right now. Uh, so if, if I go through them on the action app, uh, I don't remember which game this was, but it was the I took Phoenix minus four and a, or four and a half against the Milwaukee Bucks. Phoenix won 118 to 108 in that one. That was uh, the final. Uh, same day, MLB. Taking the Washington Nationals and the San Diego Padres over seven in that one, uh, it ended eight to nine. So that oh shit, I'm, I'm just reading off the phone. I'm doing my uh, my books a little bit different here. Those are both ones there. Uh, and I like I said, I was going to start capping just three teams, right? Right. Nationals, uh, Cardinals, and Orioles, and I've been sticking to that. I today, uh, the game of the day, the only game today was technically. Uh, after MLB, because it's All Star Break going on, this was the first game. It was uh, Red Sox and Yankees, and I haven't really bet anything in the past week. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll just even track it on the action app and just be done. And I said, no, I'm not, because I said <laughs> I was only capping those uh, three, three teams. So even though I wanted to do the over today, I I don't even know what the uh, if it would have won or not at this point. But I said no. So anyway, going back, uh, Chicago. I'm sorry, uh, St. Louis visiting the Cubs. I wasn't really too impressed with what the uh, Cardinals have been doing for the past week or so. So I took the Cubs on the money island here at minus 159. They won 10 to 5. I also took, let's see, uh, the Chicago White Sox visiting Baltimore. Took took two ways here. I took the money line. It was minus 139 for some reason. I don't know why that was a thing. And also took the one uh, minus one fifth. Uh, I'm sorry, the minus one and a half runs for the Chicago White Sox over the Baltimore. They ended up beating the uh, the, the Orioles twelve to one. So that was double half. The, Nationals for some reason have been an over team. I don't know if it was just because it's against the Padres it's going on, but uh, I took them over in the first five. It seemed a little low for me. Or, I'm sorry, I took the team total over three and a half. Uh, for the toll game against San Fran, uh, San Fran won five to three. It didn't get there, but I mean, I think the over didn't get there either. I think the over might have been eight and a half, and it only got to eight, so that was a loss against that one. Um, Minnesota, uh, Lynx versus the Las Vegas Aces. Some NBA, uh, WNBA action. For some reason, uh, Minnesota was a plus seven against the Aces. I know the Aces have been blowing out a lot of teams. But Minnesota is one of those teams that the Lynx are just a team that they like to grind out and play close games against people, even good teams. So the plus seven seemed like a no-brainer in this one. Minnesota actually won this one outright, seventy-seven to seventy or sixty-seven. So that was a win. Uh, also, the Mystics were a plus nine against the Chicago Sky. They uh, they had just lost the game beforehand, and again, the Mystics are down a couple players. But I thought that was just too much uh, juice, or too many, too many points on this one. Even so, I was even right on that one. Both of these, you should have taken the money line on. Uh, the Mystics win eighty nine to eighty five against the Sky. Uh, we uh, fast forward to some UFC action. Uh, the one of the fights that everybody is looking forward to was the Sean O'Malley and the uh, Chris Matanjo. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. Mm-hmm. And Sean O'Malley did not. Uh, disappoint by winning in this decision, but that Chris Mahano guy, he just stood up. He was the guy that uh, this is his first UFC fight. 
Nobody knew what he was getting into. He is the guy with the green hair. It kind of looked like the Joker a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. I look like a cross between the Joker and Michael Myers. A little bit. Yes. That dude just stood there and took punches all day long. Uh, I don't know. I took it on the action app. I would have probably not taken this one uh, in real life because the juice was too much. It was minus 800. That's a lot of juice, even on Sean O'Malley against the guy whose his first fight is in the UFC. You don't know what you're getting into. A lot of people thought Sean O'Malley uh, in the first round uh, by knockout was the way to go on it. And I bet a lot of people lost a lot of money on it. Because this, uh, I think Wham, a friend of mine, he's the one that was looking at the over one and a half rounds in this one. He actually got that one because this one went the distance. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good fight. And I like to see this Chris Mahano guy uh, fight some more. Uh, but O'Malley got the decision on that. And that was actually a win. I mean, it, uh, chalky, very chalky, but it's still a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taya Tavosa, I believe I'm saying his name correctly. He was fighting against Craig Hardy. In this one, uh, I'm really just done with Greg Hardy. I said it before. I'm going to say it again. And I'm going to continue to say it. Uh, Greg Hardy got his ass whooped in this one. Uh, I don't remember if he got uh, in the first round or second round. I'm trying to click through to see if it gives me what it's not going to at this point. But Taya Tavosa actually won that one. And that's what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Minus 128 is good, decent value against him. Uh, the other f- two fights that I had uh, looked at on the uh, UFC 264 were the Steven Wonderboy Thompson fight mm-hmm. versus Glenn Burns. I thought Glenn Burns was going to lose this one because, like I said, he's been losing a lot of fights and especially big fights like this. And Steven Thompson just has been uh, kind of like a wild card kind of thing, right? Using a lot of kicks because he's a kickboxer f- for so many years. But I guess when I said uh, that Burns hired that uh, other professional kickboxer, I guess that really helped out Burns. And and I and I thought if it was going to be anything, it would be a lot of takedowns. And I think Burns went for a lot of takedowns to keep uh, his feet out of this one. And that's kind of why mm-hmm. he grinded this one out. Uh, even though the juice was with uh, Steven Wonderboy Thompson at minus 160, I still don't think it was a bad bet. Uh, but... I mean, I still lost it, but I don't know. It was one of those fights where you fought and you're like, when am I going to see like the Wonder Boy part? Like, I mean, when is that going to happen? At what point do you change your name to like Wonder Man? Oh, like come Wonder- on. It's just the worst. I got sports and you got no comments. You're going to. Hey, you know what? He does a lot of charities. You want to talk about bad about those? No. Well, that's that's what I felt like earlier. <laughs> Jake Paul's doing things for charity. Oh, great. Thanks. I can't make fun of that. <laughs> and the uh, that was the co-main event uh, that I lost on that one. And the main event for fight 264, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. It took Conor McGregor plus the 113 in this one. Uh, you know what? A lot of people were on Dustin Poirier and a lot of people were on Conor McGregor. A lot of people were on the under, a lot of people on the over. People thought, basically, this is how people thought it. McGregor, if he wins, it's going to be in the first or early second round. If it goes into later rounds, then it's all Poirier. But you know what? Uh, things happen, shit happens, and you know what? Uh, Connor busted, broke, snapped that ankle. Right. Now Dustin said that he checked one of his kicks, and that's where he felt a crack happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor obviously says that did not happen. So, so who knows? Connor McGregor's saying that he had a stress fracture there going into the fight. Like, isn't that possibly thing you shouldn't? have on your body yeah you should you should probably know that but i don't know i don't know what those kind of things are like i don't know how you handle that i mean obviously if you have a stress fracture you probably shouldn't be uh jumping around on it right uh but you're trying also not to back out of a fight and if you think this is going to go early and you don't have to jump around too much uh, i mean maybe you still go for the fight i don't Mm -hmm. know i mean Gabby, I've never been professionally paid to fight anybody. And I've also not had stress fractures on my ankles. Uh, tune in next week when I explain to you I break my leg because I put a weighted <laughs> vest on me. <laughs> uh, so the Conor McGregor, uh, I lost that one. That's, uh, that's going to be an obvious one. So it kind of broke even with the UFC. Not a big deal. Uh, uh, I, I feel decent uh you know paying a little bit of the juice on on that one but uh mm-hmm. kind of glad i didn't bet anything and just kind of chill just kind of was selected about my bets a little bit uh past the ufc fight some more uh major league baseball chicago white Sox and the baltimore orioles again taking the minus one and a half in this one it's at one t- minus 120 
Chicago pulls this one out. I think it was tied in the. Uh, I think they uh, Chicago was up five to three going into the bottom of the ninth. Baltimore ties it up five five, and I'm like, eh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Chicago pulled it out seven to five uh, in the tenth inning. So I needed one more inning on that one. Let's see. In the St. Louis and Cubs game, I took the over three and a half in the first half. I don't know how that pushed. Oh, I know how that pushed. I know exactly how. I don't. I was looking at it going. How's a three and a half push? Uh, the game was postponed. <laughs> so money back. Uh, if I put money in Washington uh, Nationals against the San Francisco Giants taking over four runs in the first half. It only got the three. Oh, also the St. Louis game. I'm really off my game and the uh, in the Orioles game. <laughs> Who loves sound effects? Uh, San Francisco minus five. First five minus 137 taking a tiny bit of juice here. But that actually pays off because they were up zero to three. Uh, Phoenix Suns versus the Bucks. I believe this was game uh, three. Mm-hmm. Taking the Phoenix Suns minus, or I'm sorry, plus four and a half. I, you know what? It's weird. I get when you go to Milwaukee that the home teams probably favored a little bit, but the swing from being beaten by like eight points and then being a three or a four point underdog just because you're on the road is weird to me. I don't know how Vegas set this line. I don't know how they got there. But that's, I mean, the Bucks fucking just destroyed them. Uh, 120 to 100. That was a loss. But I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in this series. This Every time I see this shit happen, and I talk to all my friends who are different, are sports betting gamblers also, mm-hmm. they are constantly talking about how the shit is rigged and it's all for money. And they're told to lose, and the refs are put in place for a certain reason. The coaches are coaching a certain way. It's it seems so much mm-hmm. to me, unless it's all scripted out like WWE, and they just know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, besides the NBA game, I didn't take any props in that one. Uh, the All Star game, I took the under. Eight and a half. All the all-star games that I think in the past five years or so have been all-unders. Uh, five to two, the American League wins. Oops, sorry. That was a win. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, and I also took the American League also. And they were a they were not the favorite. Uh, they won five to two, like I just said. Ching. Uh, the let's see. The last thing that was on my things that I looked at was the game four of the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. I was on the Bucks at this point, feeling that way, but I thought, you know, this is the game where the Bucks will come out, uh, and then the Suns will be scrappy enough. They'll just catch up all the way at the end. They'll cover, but still lose. And I said, I don't want to touch the line. It's two, four still. It didn't change. It's still at four and a half. I said, you know what? It's one of those things where you just get in, get out, Gabby. So you mm-hmm. take the Bucks minus one and a half first quarter. And then a lot of these games recently, the third quarter has been the the, the quarter that just goes all out. So the, both of those <laughs> were losers. Uh, Phoenix actually led in the first corner, uh, first quarter, 23 to 20. And the over under in the third quarter was actually only 54 instead of the 56 and a half that we're looking at. Uh, this game was a super under game. I probably should just take an under in this one, just all outright. And like I said, this was going to be the game where the Bucks uh, come out, and then the uh, Suns were going to just try to cover the whole game. And the Suns were actually covering almost about ninety eight percent of the game until the very final end. They started playing the foul game, uh, and like I said before, I don't remember seeing an NBA game, especially an NBA. A playoff game where you get into the foul game and it actually works out for you unless you're playing against Ben Simmons and he can't make free throws. But my point is mm-hmm. uh, they were covering and then uh, one minute later they weren't covering and then the game was over. So uh, if you were taking the Suns plus four and a half and the last minute of that you were kind of cussing at your TV the so whole time. So painful. So uh, for the week, uh, my record is thirteen and seven. 
with a uh, 65% win percentage, which is good. Like I said, you want to get to 55 and higher. 55 is break even. Anything above that is usually a winning percentage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would have had a 15.89% return on investments on that one. Return on investments <laughs> when you're talking about betting, because that's what it is. Up 4.89 units for the week, Gabby, is what I would have done if I was betting. All right. So uh, that's that's how that all went down. Uh, the problem with this week is is that there's been pretty much not any sports going on. You had the All Star break. You had the uh, WNBA break. Their breaks a lot longer. They don't start up for a couple more weeks. <clears throat> baseball. This is where everybody. This is where all the baseball betters are waiting for. They're waiting for the All Star weekend because the betting after All Star weekend in baseball apparently gets a lot easier. I don't know why. Okay. I we will go through this all together and figure out why it's easier mm-hmm. and if that's actually true or not. Uh, NBAs are windling down. There's nothing to really bet on and just Wait. waiting on games to happen. Are you going to bet on the Olympics? Is that a thing that people do? The people bet on the Olympics. Again, Gabby, you can only bet on things you're good at capping, right? So <laughs> I'm not even going to try. If you want, if you want me to bet, uh, so you got. Gold Cup soccer type things, and we're talking about spreads of like three goals, which is mm-hmm. crazy, right? So I'm not even on that type of stuff. All right. Uh, there's minus two thousand to win. I'm not putting up twenty dollars to win or twenty bucks to or twenty units to win a unit. That's stupid betting. Uh, NBA, or I'm sorry, Olympic betting. It's going to be the same thing. The spreads, maybe the NBA. I'm sorry, the Olympic uh, men's basketball team might be worth looking at because I'll be paying attention to it a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll start looking at that. I mean, they're oh and are they one and two right now, I believe it is. They just beat Argentina. Is that what they did? Um, I am not sure. Let me look. That I think up. we saw that game the other day at dinner. But uh yeah, I we'll see. Uh Bradley Beal is out of the uh what's it called? He's in uh, COVID and health protocol oh, right. right now. I don't okay. know who they're going to replace him with. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I was going to mention was Wes Ensel Jr. is the front runner in D.C. here as the Wizards head coach. Uh, you don't know anything about the D.C. history of basketball, Gabby, but Wes Ensel himself, senior, was a big name in D.C., won a championship in D.C. He's a big legacy. Uh, so his son, if he actually becomes the head coach in D.C., uh, DCs. That's gonna be he's gonna be an instant fan favorite. Mm-hmm. And uh I just hope that he's the right fit for the job. And not just because they want to put butts and seeds kind of situation. And I would assume at this point his number one job should be to help Bradley Beal stay in DC. Speaking of Olympic athletes, uh at this point I think Westbrook compound saying he can go wherever he wants. But keep mm-hmm. Brad in DC, I think is the normal goal there. Anyway. Right. So uh, yeah, the uh US men's team they bounce back. Bounce, bounced back. Is that what the headline says? Bounce back. What it does. Yeah, I figured as much. Uh, yeah. So we might be looking at some Olympic basketball to see what we can do in there. Um, it might be worth looking at. Mm-hmm. Might be worth looking at some overs possibly. I'm not. I'm not sure what's going on. You got Greg Popovich uh, coaching those. Uh, I don't think they're much of an over team. They're supposed to be more defensive team anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got a lot of shooters, and I th- they don't have any big men really. So. Maybe the overs are the way to go in these games. I've I've honestly not looked at any of them, or or looked at any of the stats and see. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's the look. Uh, so for the next week, I think I'm going to be uh, taking an eyeball at baseball and see what's what, and uh, make sure that I know what I'm doing before I actually start trying to put money on this thing again. Uh, I felt kind of comfortable. Uh, giving myself some time not to bet and not feeling like I need to go make a bet, right? Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, There's quotes out there, scared money doesn't make money, whatever. You know what makes money? Educated money makes money, and I'm trying to educate my money? I don't know. I, I just want to make sure I know what I'm talking about when I do some. And I think I've hit on something here because I've, I've obviously, other than you know breaking even with... Uh, the UFC stuff, uh, mm-hmm. but baseball, all baseball. I mean, for the whole month before when I was capping just random baseball teams, that's what was losing all my money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I turned out pretty well here. Uh, one, two, two baseball losses. If I just stuck on baseball, I would only had two losses. So that's not bad at all. Wow. 
uh, the NBA, I'm kind of going 500 with right now. Maybe I just stop betting NBA and maybe just start looking at player props with NBA and just pick either Middleton, Giannis, Booker, or CP3. Those are the guys that are making out uh, like bandits. Uh, uh, Giannis didn't hit his number last game. Uh, Middleton did. Maybe Giannis makes it this game, right? Yeah, maybe. Booker's uh, put up 42 or something like that. I think CP3 didn't hit his number. Let's go put it on CP3 this time. Mm-hmm. You should probably just be putting it all on Booker anyway. But, I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Gabby? So that's, what I'm, so that's oh. what I'm trying to do. What do you say? I was saying that we're going to root for the Suns. We're going to root for I the Suns. I'm rooting for whoever I put my money on. <laughs> that's I you you buy my loyalty with winning. That's how that, that works for me. Uh, yeah, so that's how it's going to be right now. Still spectating. A lot of people are making fun of me because I ain't putting money money on anything, and they say I shouldn't be talking about it if I'm not putting money on. It. You know what? Pounds in. I'm going to be trying to do this the smart way, trying to build up this bankroll that it really just dwindled down. I really, if I would have just not touched baseball or took that one UFC bet that you told me, like, <laughs> look, there's a lot of lot of mistakes, like they say uh, in any game, right? It wasn't the last play of the game that lost, right? It wasn't the last bucket that was missed that lost. It was a whole bunch of other. They shoot 30%. There's a lot of other baskets that were missed. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was kind of funny because I was going back and look at the stats. I, this is another thing that makes me think that NBA might be slightly scripted is because the Suns basically shot 50% from the floor and 30% from three. And that's pretty damn good. They just mm-hmm. didn't take that many shots. If it, if right. if you shoot fifty percent and thirty percent, and you only score one hundred and three points, it's because you're only shooting two hundred shots. How okay? So if it's when you say scripted, this is like conspiracy theory it is. level. It is okay. It's to drag out the series so the NBA and teams can make more money by selling tickets. That's what I was thinking. Yes, I was like, so that's the Phoenix the Suns. Yes. It's all about so... making more money. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. All right. You give both teams time to make more money in each of the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. And so with this next game, though, I still call bullshit on it, but I don't know. It's getting kind of. <laughs> it's starting to make it make a little bit of well, sense. Well, they here. each have to win two more games. No, they each have to win. It's two two. Yeah. It's tied two two. Two two. Oh, There's yeah. three more games. I it might go right. to seven. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Each home team is one. So, you know what? I know I said I'm going to stay back on uh, player props, but you know what? If you got to go on player props, it's got to be on the Sun side, and Dev Book is probably going to go off again, and Suns will win at home. Right. I don't know what the the spread is right now. I can uh, give it a quick gander. Uh, let's see NBA. This is where Gabby's not looking at all. It's the Suns minus four at home. They were just plus four on the road. Now there's this is so flip floppy. It doesn't even make any sense. It opened up at uh, minus three. It's at four now. The under two eighteen is probably gonna go over. I, I'm gonna have to go look at the other games. I think the I don't quote me. I'm not even gonna say if I can't even quote myself. And I got facts, but. That's that's what it is. We're we're gonna be eyeballing the Phoenix Suns this week, and we're gonna be eyeball we're gonna be eyeballing the home teams to win, mm-hmm. and then just following. I'm probably just not. I'm gonna lay off NBA till the end until next year. I'm not probably gonna bet again on NBA unless there's a nice prop bet that I can. <laughs> You're gonna tell me, you know, Devin Booker twenty eight points. Oh shit, I'm taking that shit all day. Uh, but lay off a little bit more. Do some baseball hardcore figure it out i still haven't written my little app to go and uh, let me look at the games better but uh that's how it's gonna be you got time i got <laughs> i got none but time uh you know what i also i also got <laughs> uh, i gotta cut it early i i brought nothing to you we weren't gonna talk about that millennial shit you're gonna talk about. <laughs> i know everybody's wondering what it is <laughs> Follow uh, Gabriella. Like, Gabriella kick me. Maybe she might sing a song about it. <laughs> I won't be able to learn it. She won't be able to teach me it. Uh, Gabby, 
Boofer. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another fine presentation of the Can't Win for Losing podcast. You're welcome. Also, special thanks for the support from our listeners like you. If you're new to the show, smash the subscribe button. Go ahead, share it with all your friends. What? I say smash the subscribe button. Is that <laughs> what you're talking about? Is what you giggle at? <laughs> mm-hmm. What's my Maryland slur coming out? What do you want from me? It's also hot in here. You're, it's so hot. Yeah. But you like it. I love it. It is. I feel like I'm sweating up a storm in here. Uh, I don't even have a jacket on. I don't have a weighted vest on yet, and I'm sweating. I'm just nervous about it tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> if you're new to the show, smash subscribe button. Uh, go ahead. Share it with all your friends. Share it to everybody you try to teach the gar- guitar to, but they won't listen anyway, so they might as well <laughs> listen to this. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, go ahead and leave us a quick review, and a five-star rating is always uh, appreciated. You don't have to say anything too fancy in the review. Just don't say the word banter. Uh, <laughs> we're also on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, oh, the same thing. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon. We are located everywhere. Open up your favorite podcast app and search Can't Win for Losing. And if you don't have a favorite podcast app, download one and call it your favorite. Uh, if you want to, you can follow us at CWFL Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and if you wanted to also start wagering today, you can head over to mybookie.ag, create a free account, and get a 50% up sign-up bonus up to $1,000 off your initial deposit of at least $100. Simply enter our easy-to-remember promo code, which I can give to you right this moment. C-W-F-L. This is... Whoop. <laughs> this is head on over to mybookie.ag and get your 50% sign up bonus up to $1,000 off your initial deposit using our promo code CWFL. Remember, all links mentioned in today's episode are listed below in the podcast description just to make your life that much easier to pronunciate podcast. You said podcast this time. I I'm did. I'm so proud of you. I know. I was concentrating on that one. Gabby. Boofer. Where can everybody find and follow you at? You can find me on YouTube at Gabriella Kicks Me. Gabriella Kicks Me. <laughs> and also on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Gem. Gabby. Boofer. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. I will catch you next time. See ya. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Boop.